What is going on, man? Welcome back. Another great episode brought to you by Anchor by Spotify, man. You can catch us on iHeartRadio, Google, Apple, iTunes. We need to put more content up on Anchor. I apologize, man. But check this episode out, man. But thank you to our true sponsors, man. Breakthrough Football Elite. Check out BreakthroughFootballElite.org. They have seven-on-seven travel tryouts coming up soon. So if you're in the Providence, Rhode Island area, New Bedford, Massachusetts, anywhere in the surrounding area, get with the passing league that is lit right now, Breakthrough Football. And if you're looking to buy a house, give Mark Wright, Coldwell Banker, Coastal Homes, a presidential award winner, a call at 401-787-5203 and recover road Island, man. If you're looking to get back on the football field, you're in the region, man. Check out Recover Rhode Island on the corner of Knight and Washington Street. We're going to get into our next segment. What's up, everybody? We are live. We and Coach Goodhart just pulled up in the building. We're going to get him up in here in a minute, but I just got to adjust a couple things first, let a few people get up in here i gotta play a quick video while i give him a few minutes to get up in here just so i can let load what i need to to load so uh stand by and one of the best games all year this is city living, mostly them city children. From my bedroom, see the lights of them city buildings. Ain't gotta act hard, Private's my backyard. I run Rodeo, you can call me a track star. But we a team, homie, all is one. I don't sleep until all is done. I ain't rockin', so please don't call me Mr. 401. It's Mr. Rags, you can call me. I'm still in that 401. From where we was, look at all For what it's worth, I put my all in the sun. Know that my city love it. There's a lot of guys that deserve opportunities, but for some reason, the city, the city is fumbling. They're fumbling. They're ah, here we are, man. We back for another one, man. We're gonna bring in Coach Goodhart in one second. Just trying to get everything loaded up. Just stand by. Give me one. Minute, man, what's going on, everybody? Open invite on the podcast. The link is up there, so stand by. We'll be right back. I have the, the uh the dog pound turned up, and it's gonna be a big game. You know, we have we have some kids. Oh, not that one, but what's up, Gary? Man, how you doing? Saint Ray's win. They advanced to the Super Bowl. Good, good game up there in Pawtucket. Um. It was 7-6 most of the game. And then, you know, towards the end, the fourth quarter, St. Ray's, you know, they was able to move away 19-7. Uh, Coach Goodhart is up in here. Gary had a game last night, right? Coventry comes out victory, you know, gets gets the, the W. His quarterback had, what, 300 yards? Yeah, he had a good game. Uh, I mean, it was uh, just a consolation game. But both sides, I mean, it was a battle, 36-33, the – the Brock Pacheco kid, that kid's that kid's a stud. You watch him, he just carries three and four kids down the field. He he cuts, he he's shifty, he he's got breakaway speed, he's a he's a good athlete. 
all around. I thought it was, it was a crazy game to be a part of. It was just an epic battle. Um, St. Ray's today, though, even Wesley, both sides, you know, that's two really great teams, well coached. I think St. Ray's, they just got a little bit too much too much strength up front. They're very big up front. Got that that young running back, was is, is it Julius? Is that his name? Yeah, the, yep, yep, it, it, yep. That kid's pretty good. Plus, they got Moses Muse and the Wolf Kid and uh, the McCann Kid there, the Ethan McCann Carter. They got, you know, both teams are talented, you know, and, you know, they just – well, I guess I got all played, and it was obviously in Pawtucket. So I'm sure Stan did a good job getting his team prepared, and I'm sure right now he's probably not too happy. But you know, he still he still made it to deep in the playoffs, and you know, it's just talented teams out there. It's 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 a battle. The Division Two, II, Division Three, II, Division Four, II, Division One. You know that we know all those guys, but you know those. This year was just a lot of really competitive football games. I talked to uh, Coach Najee Barrows on the bus ride home. I said, how far are you away from Pawtucket? And he said, not far enough. You know, <laughs> so, you know, they're all sick to their stomach. Good game, good game. You know, I said the other day, and a lot of people really took this and went to left field. I was talking about Lance Williams and Wesley, and I said, if Wesley had a quarterback that was comparable to Lance Williams, Lance would not be that quarterback, and he would be in another position because he would be more deadly Elsewhere, you know, and um, but Lance did a great job at quarterback. Definitely what a talented football player he is, you know. Um, yeah, what what a game. Seven to six most of the game. So, yeah, it was a good game up there in Pawtucket. But let's talk about Coventry a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, the game you had. You had a tough couple of weeks coming into this. Seems you still got another game. You had Thanksgiving Day game, right? Yeah, you know, the, of all the games, obviously, the – Everybody always wants to play in a championship, but if you can't play in the championship, the most important game is that Thanksgiving Day game. So for us, you know, we're just trying to prepare for that and make sure that we're ready to go. We got like 13 days off right now without any games. So at least, you know, if we have kids that have injuries or fighting through ailments, we'll be able to get a little bit healthy and prepare for, for West Warwick. You know, they're big and strong and they got some good backs and talented kids. So in their well-coached team, got to give uh, – Coach Pennington, so his respect, you know, he's a good coach. So hopefully we can get prepared right and be able to play a good game against those guys. But, you know, last night and even last week, you know, was, we've been playing in some battles. The Tolman game, that was kind of a one-sided one sided game. We didn't really play that great in the second half. The first half, we did really well. The second half, they made good adjustments, and we just, like, we just kind of collapsed, I guess. And Against Pilgrim, we did a we we had a really good first half, and in the fourth quarter, they scored 22 points, and it's hard to come back from that. And you know, last night it was just back and forth, back and forth, and you know, we we made one play at the end that really kind of sealed the game up. And you know, it was just it was that game could have gone either way. And it was just a shootout, really, 36-33 game. It was really a good shootout. But you know, Tommy Turner had four touchdowns last night, and when you got a kid like that on your team, and they got a kid just pretty similar to him. They got Brock Pacheco. So, you know, two really talented kids. And it was a battle between those two, really, of who was going to win the game. I think Pacheco probably had four touchdowns and Tommy had four touchdowns. So it was just a really good game all around. And, you know, it's been a – it hasn't been the season we wanted, but, you know, it's it's been a good season all around, I guess. Absolutely. You know, Tommy Turner, a lot of people – some people might know that's Will Turner's – we'll call him his baby brother. <laughs> that's Will Turner's baby brother, his little brother. Um, you know, uh, salute to the the Turner family. Is he just as good as an athlete as his brother was? 
uh, or your honest, brother is. Will, to be, I'm not picking on Will. Will knows I love him, but Will wasn't a great athlete. Will just, Will carried a 4.9 GPA, was an incredible student, student of the game. He had a, he has a really great arm and he wasn't the most mobile quarterback, but he could get it done better with his brain than, than with his feet. And Tommy is completely opposite. Tommy, I'm not, not, not crapping on Tommy. He doesn't get great grades, not nothing like Will, but Tommy is a stud athlete. I mean, he's, I'd like to get his 40 time. I know he's 5'10", 195 pounds, and he's just a, a strong, really fast athletic kid. Last night, you know, he scored four touchdowns and had a 91-yard kickoff return, and you got to really see how fast he is on, on that one. Nobody was within, you know, 15 to 20 yards of him after he was running by everybody. Was it nice to end the season? You know, I mean, I know you still got another game, but, you know, you had a rough couple of weeks coming up to this game, even though this wasn't a playoff game. Was it nice to end the season with, with a with a victory? Yeah, you know, more for the kids, not for me. You know, the seniors, you know, they deserve to get wins and they deserve to end their season on a high note. And, you know, not that the season's over, but, you know, to finish the Constellation game and, get the get the victory we had last night and win the way we did you know we were we were light numbers heck we've been light numbers all year and we're we're getting lighter as it goes on when you're not we're not winning and thriving i think kids like they kind of just kind of check out but um for us you know for the seniors especially you know it, it was really good for them i think for all those younger guys that are getting their reps it's good for them to to feel what it's like to be on a on the field while they're while the win's happening and last night was just you know it was a good way to end the the season just before Thanksgiving. So at least the kids have a little bit of momentum. Absolutely, man. We're supposed to have a, a full load tonight. Keith Croft is supposed to be coming in. Stanley Dunbar, um, maybe West Pennington. His game was moved to tomorrow. This just happened about an hour ago. You know, um, the Moses Brown game, like the Moses Brown, from what I was told was that when our kids are not going to be ready. We're not going to have all our kids Friday night. So since we're postponing it, well, what about Saturday? No, it's going to rain Saturday. Uh, okay, well, so can can we play Sunday? We're, so now Moses Brown game has been moved to Sunday. That a, okay. I'm, I'm glad they just, they, everything gets changed when when they don't have kids. Like, what, what about everybody else if they don't have healthy kids or they got kids with another obligation? Does, does everybody else just get to switch and move schedules around or is it just they pick and choose who they want to? A piece to it's you know it is what it is but bro rogers was besides themselves they're not going to say this publicly but trust me when i tell you this rogers was besides themselves shout out to coach Fortin. how you doing coach yeah coach Fortin. i heard he was up in smithfield today smithfield ewg game and the heads were turning um I my phone started blowing up you know oh Coach Fortin over here sitting with the smithfield people you know, um, <laughs> uh, that's what they're upset about. What a bunch of bums. Yeah, it was definitely. But Coach Goodhart, man, I appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for coming on the show. We're going to talk to you um, right before your Thanksgiving Day game, man. Thank you for everything you've done. And I'm sure Coventry appreciates all the hard work you, ha you have given them. Hey, Mikey, I appreciate it. Thank you for always giving me shout outs and giving me your time, too. So thanks. Have you thought about your future yet? No, you haven't put much thought about in into that. I mean, I, uh, I, I mean, I mean, I, you don't have to comment. I was just curious, you know, just, uh, you know, we're just, you know, it is what it is. We're just going to take it and, you know, we'll see what happens after Thanksgiving and hopefully, you know, 
everything just goes as smooth as it has been, you know, in the previous years. So hopefully nothing, nothing changes. We'll just, we'll, we'll go with that. Hello. I didn't even know I was muted. Thank you, Coach. I really appreciate that. Um, we'll definitely talk to Coach Goodhart very, very soon. Uh, we're going to bring Coach Penn on next. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Mike. You have a great night. All right. Tune in. All right. So there you have it, Coach Goodhart. Wasn't really willing to let us know what his future plans was. I tried. I tried. You know, a guy we thought should be on the field right now is Coach Wes Pennington. Coach, what happened? Hey, they rescheduled it, man, until tomorrow. Um, six o'clock. So we'll just play it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I just heard, I was telling coach Goodhart that Moses Brown had the option. You know, we don't have all our guys today. It's going to rain tomorrow. Can we play Sunday? So Rogers ain't too happy about that, but, um, it is what it is. So you're going to play tomorrow now against Middletown. Yes, sir. You know what? I'm going to bring one of your, uh, look at this guy. Do you know him? You guys got a similar hair <laughs> hairline. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> You guys got a similar hairline. Uh, Coach Piper, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? All right. You know, we got our guy, Coach Penn, up in here. You know, uh, shout out to West Warwick. What's going on, Coach? You know, I got some updates. Um, It looks like we are going to have a private school D1 championship. So we tried. Um, Hendrickson blows out Central, blows them out the water. Um. LaSalle gets over, beats NK. So we're going to have Bishop Hendrickson and LaSalle set up. We're going to have St. Ray's up in there. We really don't know what's going on in Division Three yet. Um, do you guys know about the other game in Division Two? Was that game played today? I have the Portsmouth Cranston West game. All right. So maybe it, it will yeah. be tomorrow. But Coach Pennington, man, how are the boys doing? Hey, uh, we were ready and excited to play today. You know, um, they canceled it kind of last minute. But, um, you know, it's all right. It's going to regroup, you know, refill up, uh, get the energy back, and, and get after it tomorrow. 41-13 was the final in the Bishop Hendrickson wow. game. Um, Coach Fort said, what's up, Coach Pennington? Good luck tomorrow. Thanks, Coach. You know, uh, what's up, Coach Piver? Uh What's up, Coach Penn? You know, um, I got to say, I, I heard the EWG game didn't go the way EWG wanted it to go. Uh, Coach Piver, man, you ended your game. You ended your season on a high note, double overtime victory. We didn't talk to you last night. Break that game down a little bit. Yeah, our season's not done yet. We're, we're still looking forward to Thanksgiving. That's going to be our Super Bowl. But, yeah, we, we had that non-league last night against Narragansett and – what a game! What a game that was. Um, we, were, we were fortunate enough to to play well enough to come out on top in double overtime, fifty-one to forty-eight. Wow! Uh, what do you got to say about that, Coach Penn? Any questions, or if you have anything yeah. to add to Coach Piva? That's that. That's amazing, man. The way that game went down. Um, I was talking to Coach a little bit earlier, and he was just telling me about it. And hey, that shows resilience, and the team not quitting, continuing to play. That's why we play four quarters. You know, when he found out that, hey, when you play four quarters, good things can happen. They actually played more than four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we did. And, um, you know, a lot of my guys made incredible, incredible plays. And I couldn't be prouder of 
the heart they showed. We got down. We were down 20, 26 to 8 at one point, and then I think we were down 33 to 14 at another point and just continued to chip away. And like I told the guys at halftime, we, we just needed somebody to to be special and make a play. And we saw it in the first half. We dropped a couple of touchdown passes, and we weren't able to make a big play when Narragansett was. And it was uh, – it was nice to see our guys respond to being challenged where I pretty kind of looked right at some of them and said, Hey, you've got to win. They're, they're playing man to man. They're no safety help. You guys just have to win. And, and some of the guys decided to have huge, huge games. That's awesome. You get it awesome. back in the screen. I don't know if you could hear me, but um, coach Penn, you've been over there at, at North Smithfield. Like what is coach Fiverr going through at this moment? You know, what's the experience been? Well, I mean, you know, I can imagine, you know, first, the amount of guys, it's always, it was always an issue with numbers and, you know, not just um, the numbers, but, you know, you have younger guys and older guys. So if one of the older guys goes down, uh, the drop off to the next guy going in is, is, you know, quite a bit. So, you know, you're always keeping your fingers crossed, hoping that you don't uh, lose a guy in a game because it can make a difference. <laughs> That's the Absolutely. truth. Yes, you know, Coach Penn, what are you going to say? You have anything you want to add to that? Nah, I think I think you know, when I left uh, North Smithfield, my first call was to Matt Tech, and I said, "Hey, the guy that's that's uh, should take over the job as head coach over there is, is Jeff Piva, and that's my total recommendation." And you know, I'm kind of glad I'm glad that he went with it because you know, hey, Jeff is doing a great job over there. We'll continue to do a great job over there, and the future of North Smithfield is bright. And while you bring that up, let me just cut in and say, you know, I was talking about, you know, um, I was doing my nominees, you know, trying to figure out coach of the year in each division. And Coach Piva's name did come up a couple times, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm not saying people are like, oh, my God, but they didn't win. But no, but the guy had nine days prep. He had nine days to get ready. The shit storm he had to deal with to open up the season. You know, he was Pino Gansett barely beat him. You need the assistant coach to dial up a good passing play. You know what I mean? They beat them. They Coventry says North Smithfield should have beat them. Charahoe said North Smithfield took them to the wire. Like these are competitive teams. Lincoln. They went toe to toe with Lincoln for three quarters. You know, so I think Coach Piver did a fabulous job with what he had this season. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's congratulations, Coach. Uh I appreciate that, but but that's not just me. Um, you know, I've got a in a really, really good coaching staff and coach Carafel, who's my, my right-hand guy. Um, you know, he, he runs our defense and does an amazing job with the kids. Um, you know, coach Skinner, uh, I don't know where I'd be without, without coach Skinner and the support he gives us and coach. Hey, yeah. Hey, you remember when, when I brought Coach uh, Skinner on, I said the best decision I ever made was bringing Coach Skinner on to the staff. <laughs> yep, that, and, it, and it sure was, and he's he's invaluable. I, I don't know where I'd be without him. Um, you know, Coach Insko does a fantastic job keeping our kids excited and, and coaching the offensive and defensive lines. Um you know, Coach Dubois helps out on the offensive and defensive line. And, and Coach Storm, who's another new coach to us, is is our eyes in the sky. He's on the headset during games and co helps coach our, 
our defensive backs and um, is a big help on the defensive side of things. And, you know, I've got a bunch of guys who are super, super committed, super excited to coach these kids. And it's, it's certainly, certainly, certainly not just me. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate to have the, the five other guys that I've got with me. Coach Fallen said, Jeff Piva did an amazing job this year. I can't wait to watch his program be even better. All we can do is try, right? So we we see who's in front of us, we coach them up, and and we give it our best shot every week. Um, you know, that that's the that's all we can do. And get a few breaks here and there and bango, you have a, a pretty good season. Um, you, go. you know, we, we can't get our ahead of ourselves, we can't can't get too down on ourselves. We just got to keep going. Well, I mean, I, I think, I think you're, uh, you know, the program should be in D4 anyway. You know, I know you guys competed in D3, but, you know, um, I think the way that the alignment set up, it kind of went against you a little bit. Hopefully they'll get it right on the next time around. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey guys, I'm going to um just give me one second. You guys can keep the conversation going. I got to do something real quick. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how that, how that falls um you know i i think we're a, a a really competitive d4 team and we're forced to be a, a pretty scrappy d3 team where things have to go perfect for us to come out successful in d3 um yeah. any kind of little mistake or injury for us almost spells disaster um you know we just don't have enough to overcome some of that stuff but like I've always said, and and you you know me, coach, long enough to to know. I'll I'll play whoever's in front of us. Like it is what it is. If if we get beat, we get beat. But I'm certainly never going to back down from a challenge. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You know, I, I we we have to uh, continue that uh, that that combined practice now. That's got to be the tradition going forward. Yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm in. I I liked it. I thought our kids got to see something and, and really prepare us to be in a, in a tough division three. Um, it was certainly needed because we certainly can't replicate that in our own practices. So to see the, the talent and the, um, the skill that you guys bring to us, we don't have that in, um, in our practices for sure. So it was, it was good to get that before we faced Ponagansett and Lincoln and, all that other stuff. I'm sure we would have been shell shocked if that was the first level of real football we saw was was not you you know that practice. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you manage you know um, having the numbers like in the drop off in practices, getting your guys ready to go? Do you do half line or do you still go full? We we try to go full as much as we can, um, but when there's a in an obvious mismatch and one side's winning way too much. We go half line and, and treat it as a, as a one-on-one -on -one type of situation. And we do the best we can with it. Um, you know, it's, it's something where you, you just kind of have to play it day by day. We have a plan and, you know, they've always said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And we tend to get punched in the mouth every day in practice. So our plans change real quick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You know, we're live with Coach Piver and Coach Pennington. Coach Pennington, a lot of work to do. Get ready for tomorrow. Um, yes, let's sir. go. Let's Warwick Wizards. Ready. Let's go. Let's go. Got to punch that ticket, man. 
that's it. That's it. You know, got to get back to that Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a terrific, terrific game. Um, hopefully, I can get down there for that. Yeah, you know, yeah, one of the, down one there. The, you know, one of the one of the blessings, one of the blessings that um that you know we have is that you know we have a staff that you know guys that have been there before have been in this type of games before. So you know we're not going to get rattled, at least on the sideline. You know, and hopefully we'll uh, make the right calls and do the right things to make the adjustments we need to to be successful. Absolutely, Coach, man. Good luck. Thank you for, for tapping in. Um, I want to yes, hold sir. you. I know you got a lot to do. Um, any plans tonight? <laughs> I'm trying to get some rest. You know, I was all pumped up thinking I was going to get some sleep tonight because the game would be over. But now I gotta, I'm got i going to be up all night thinking about this. So another sleep this night, but that's all right. We'll get there. That's all right. That's what we do. That, that's right. All right, Coach Pennington, praise you. Praise God, man. Thank you Amen. very much. Amen. We'll Bless talk you. to you tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Good um, luck, Coach. See you, Jeff. Thank you. Good luck. God bless. Always great to have Coach Pennington on the show. He came on yesterday in his capacity as a state trooper, um, you know, because of the assault at Cranston Stadium. Um, you know, kid gets an assault, gets assaulted by a, by a grown adult. Um and he just came on to talk about the implications, you know, in something like like that. What happens? But um, people like he's a cop. Some people <laughs> didn't even know the guy's a cop, and they're like, oh, oh my yeah. god, he said, oh yeah, be careful, be oh, careful, yeah. for sure. You know, but um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a shame. Driver, it's, man. A shame that, it's a shame that people just don't know how to behave. Like, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was absolutely. In, you know, you can go back watch my show from yesterday. I had the video it, up, everything. In general, in general, I, I don't know what's happened over the last two or three years, but people people have just lost their ability to be humane and, and just be kind. It's 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 sad. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. You know what I mean? Um, it absolutely is. Everybody that wants to come up and try to be tough, they want to try to, like, show that they got more swag than you yep or they got more hot than you or they got more more charisma or more balls or whatever it is but at the end of the day you end up with a p.o box in cranston rhode island 02920 yep in case you didn't know that's the aci zip code. <laughs> for sure you know you get p.o box 8249 for your id number you know um but it is what it is, you know. We got to try to make better men. Did you catch any playoff football? I uh, I was catching the Westerly St. Ray's game a uh, little bit by little bit. Um, I, I kind of watched the first half on and off. I haven't watched the second half yet. Um, my wife and I went out to dinner with uh, a couple of, the, of my daughters. So, um, you know, football get, got turned off for a little bit. And I'll try to catch maybe the rest of it tonight. You know, yeah, there was some great games, you know, with fans only sports, I think with um NFHS going on and, and there's other streaming platforms. It's great for you people. You got to be careful what links you touch. There's always a lot of um, there's a lot of scams out there that says watch this game and you got to press this yeah. link. And, you know, you don't want to do them if it's not a local Rhode Island company that we know fans only sports, you know, Westerly Live. um. Plus, go to NFHS. Don't watch Westerly Live. Um, you know, go to fans only sports, stuff like that. Um, you know, and there's high schools also. Portsmouth has their own streaming platform. 
Yep. West Warwick has their own streaming platform. You yep. know, um, so yeah, we definitely support all the streaming platforms. For sure, for sure. They and they, they do a great job. They do a great job. We're waiting to get Coach Dunbar up in here. We're waiting on a few other coaches, Keith Croft. You know, um, Coach Dunbar should be getting back to uh, we already had Gary Goodhart. Thank you, Gary, for coming on. You know, um, I tried to ask him about his future, but he ain't ready to talk about it yet. You know, he might be back. We'll see. His future's still right in front of him, right? He's he's got to prepare for Thanksgiving and go day by day. Absolutely, Coach. But Coach Piva, thank you. Congratulations to your kids. We're definitely gonna talk more about your program coming up this week. So um, we're gonna yeah. bring Emerson Kilgore up next. Uh, any awesome. last words, Coach? No. Good luck to the to the teams that are still alive, and you know, just a, a quick thought for for the kids that are playing in these important games. I know they they get all excited and nervous and whatnot but you know especially you seniors take a minute and and really breathe it all in and and pay attention to what happens before the game what the, what it smells like what it sounds like what it feels like because that's going to be the memory you're going to think about 20 years from now and that's what you're going to remember um you might not remember the score you might not remember how many tackles you had but you'll remember the feeling you had standing in front of there on a, in a semifinal game or a, or a Super Bowl game and just take a few minutes before that game starts and, and really soak it all in. Absolutely, man. Great, great words. Um, I, right, Coach Piva, we really appreciate it. Thank you. This is brought to you by 401. All right. Thanks, guys. And fitness, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there we have it. We had Coach Piva tap in. Now we're going to go to the 401 Strength and Fitness. My man, Emerson Kilgo. What's up, Em? What's going on, Mike? How you doing? All right, not bad, not bad, man. Um, good talking to you. Anytime we talk to Four One Strength and Fitness, great, great sponsor to the podcast. Someone that supported us from day one. Thank you. Of course, of course. You know, let me see. It says right here, halftime. Transit West scores with 15 seconds left to go to the half. The game is seven to seven. Um. What other games do we have here? Um, Hawks win big, 41-13 over Central. Mm. St. Ray's takes down Westerly, 19-7. was a good scrappy game all the way up into the fourth quarter, like five, six minutes to go. It was 7-6 uh, to six for most of the game, and then the Saints do what the Saints does. Tough luck for uh, Coach Dunbar and the Bulldogs. Um, again, really nothing to be ashamed about. Um you know that that you know they they played a really good team, and you know, and I know uh, you know St. Ray's is you know that they're, they're a really solid team, and you know they 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 know what to do in the playoffs here. You know the you know Bulldogs fell a little short, but you know what they had a great season. Um, you know they they made it to the playoffs, and 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 I know that's a little bit you know that's probably not what their goal was, but you know they they they're here. There's a lot of teams that aren't. So they have nothing to be ashamed about. You know, they had a good season and, you know, they should look forward to, you know, you know, doing what they can with, uh, you know, going back through the season, you know, with the highs and, 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 you know, working on the lows and then coming back next season ready to go. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. You know, I thought it was the year they were going to get past this. They can't get over this hump of this, uh, you know, getting to that, that Super Bowl. It's always, you know, you make it this far. 
Um, but St. Ray's definitely deserved it. I'm not taking nothing away from St. Ray's. They didn't really run Moses Muse early on in the game as much as I thought they would have. But they mm -hmm. win at the end, 19-7. to seven. And again, congrats to St. Ray's. And again, they're you know, proving that they're a, a, a force in the division there. And, you know, they just they, they continue to do well during the playoffs. So, you know, you know, much respect to Coach Sassy out there, you know, getting the job done. You know, St. Ray's has always been for a long time. I mean, they have always been in the hunt, you know, as far as, you know, making it to championships. And they really don't have a lot of a lot of kids in that program. So congratulations to St. Ray's, uh, Coach Martinez, Coach Sassy. Um, everybody on that, that program. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Emerson, where did, did you have a game tonight? I did not. You don't I have a game. Not. So we had his referee shortages and you don't have a game. Yep. And that's, that, that's how the cookie crumbles here in Rhode Island and it's fine. And you know, it, it's, you know, it, it's unfortunate. It is what it is, you know, um, you know, I'd mentioned this before about getting guys, you know, in you know, many years I've had getting some, some comp, you know, some, uh, some opportunities to do playoff games. But, you know, right now the powers that be decided not. So it, it is what it is. But, um, you know, just shout out to all the officials out there that did get the games and, you know, uh, doing the best they can and, and, and all the, the early time change. And, you know, obviously the, 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 uh, the weather wasn't too, too bad, but, you know, but just glad to see, uh, you know, game is still going to Rhode Island. That's the number one thing. Absolutely. You know, we'll, 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 we'll figure out all this other stuff when the time comes, when the time's right. Absolutely. Not, nah, not nah, definitely. But great, great football tonight all the way around. Um, the officiating crew they had up there at St. Ray's, you know, I mean, everyone's always going to complain. There were some tough calls. There were some calls, but there's always going to be calls that make you scratch your head some people are going to be okay with it some people are not going right. to be okay with it you know what right. i really don't like is a lot of these coaches you know i say well did you fill out your card did you talk to the official if you feel it's not right did you talk to the organization and it was like no because we worry about retaliation yeah and i'm, I'm not gonna lie to you mike i i've you know throughout the season and i'll never mention which head coaches said that but it was definitely a few um, that's something that really needs to change. Um, that, that's what I consider, you know, you know, that, 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 that's what I consider mob rule, where it's like, you know, if there's a legitimate issue. And again, I tell the, you know, I, I tell the head coaches and I tell the assistant coaches as well, who, who have mentioned this, as like, if it's backed up by film, you know, you have a, a legitimate issue. Now, again, obviously a lot of the judgment calls kind of is what it is with that. Um, but you know, if, if there's anything outside of that, I mean, and, and it's a, issue then yes it should it should be addressed because again i mean i i believe our organ the the officials organization is taking you know better strides this year of becoming you know making officials become better officials um but at the end of the day yes and i think every coach knows this just like every official knows this yes there's going to be mistakes made but you know and again there's nothing wrong with calling them out because again i mean i've done it i'm on two occasions this year you know i i missed something Okay. And, you know, the play was over and I, and I walked up to the coach after the fact, like coach, I did miss that because he was going crazy and he just shook my hand and said, thank you for being honest. You know? And I said, you know, I'm going to miss things. Like th there's only five of us out there. Okay. We're going to miss things from time to time. Okay. We are human. 
but you know, I, I am definitely man enough to, be, to know if I miss something and it was there, then I, you know, I'll and Coach Young at I'll go up to him. I apologize, I did miss it. Hopefully, I'll see it next time, and then we move on. You know, there doesn't need to be a yelling match or going back and forth between you know coaches and officials or anything else. Things are going to happen like that. Like coaches mess up plays all the time. Okay, we don't need parents going crazy at the coaches. You know, they're human. Those things are going to happen, but. You know, I, I, again, you know, I, I do think the officiating, you know, officiating community is doing a, a better job this year of, uh, you know, making, you know, making us better officials and just got to keep moving with that. Is that how that, that works? You have a committee that that is in, is in charge of all of this? Um, it's not necessarily a committee. Uh, you know, it, it's I mean, we have our, you know, president, vice president. And, you know, I'll give the credit where credit is due. Our, our president is, you know, as far as, I, as long as I've been here and no disrespect to the other presidents uh, previously. But, you know, they've you know, I think he's doing a good job of trying to, you know, meet with with us a little bit more during the year, um, address certain things that are coming up. I mean, I get the emails all the time, like, you know, umpires. You know, referees, can you start doing this? Can you start doing that? I mean, that that's the first time that's happened since I've been on the officiating uh, um, board. So, you know, I, I think that's definitely a, definitely a positive step in the right direction, um, you know, that needs to continue. Um, obviously, there's other things that are a need of work, and I, I think that our president will do a good job of addressing that. But again, it, it's, it's, it is a process. You know, it's going to, change is going to take time. I think we're headed there but we still have a good ways to go absolutely you know um some other games awg loses tonight you know S smithfield opens a can of whoop ass you know what i'm saying um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it is so that game is going on um i just got an update to cranston west at seven to seven going into halftime we already know saint ray's advances we already know Bishop Hendrickson advances, LaSalle advances, you know, so it's it's St. Ray's advances. So now we're waiting to see if St. Ray's plays Portsmouth or Cranston West. Hmm. You know, we shall so see. Now, absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, I just had Coach Piver on and and he was saying some some good things, and I commended him for the year that he had, you know, having nine days prep keeping his team in every game you know congratulations to coach piva i, I definitely got to say so I, I had the opportunity to officiate one of his games and th th that i mean they they did they did lose that game but the one thing i respect about them is that they came they, they every time they came back they came back swinging they did the absolute best they could and to be honest with you i mean even from the beginning, like you said, like, you know, there's adversity. And then there's what Coach Piver had to deal with in the beginning of the season. Like, that was that was crazy. And for him to, first of all, finish the season, okay, with as many kids as he did and have them so upbeat in the way they were at my game, which was just a couple of weeks ago, that's, that, that, that means a lot. And honestly, that, that's, uh, you got to give credit where credit is due when it comes to that, because he, 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 a lot of folks would have folded up, like, I'm not dealing with this. This is too much. See you later. And he didn't, you know, he, he hung in there and, you know, he did what he had to do with the kids. And, you know, the, the, the kids were, you know, the, the kids knew that, you know what, it, it, we might not win, but we're going to give it our absolute best shot. And that's what they did. And I respect, I respect all of that, all of them. I've worked with some of them kids up there. 
Um, I worked with a couple of the offensive defensive linemen up there. And you know what? They gave it their all. And that's all you can ask for from these young men. So, the, you know, much respect to you know everyone involved in that organization up there. Um, you know, they, they've done a really solid job this year. Absolutely. You know, we got a couple um, shout outs. What's up? My dude, Emerson from Cliff Fortin. Wesley Pennington says, Emerson, what's up? What's up, guys? Going on, going on. You famous. Uh, famous. famous. Yeah. Nah, two two really great guys there. You know, I'm uh you know definitely uh you know definitely glad to know them and uh you know working with them and you know over the years here and just uh you know there's really good men right there. Really good men. I got a message from an EWG parent today. They said it was really it was a real bummer seeing EWG lose. But guess who I seen Coach Fortin today, so it made it all worth it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I think Coach Fortin, you know, I heard a lot of parents were coming up to Coach Fortin over there at EWG. People were like, yo, your boy looks so happy. He don't look someone that's facing a case. And I said, well, we got to let the case play out. Um, but Coach right. Fortin had a great time from what I heard up at, up at Smithfield, you know, watching them um, take on EWG football and um i'll wait till you get off later before i i go into that but um yep. yeah Mr. man football has been great we're gonna have keith croft tapping in in a couple minutes after his big central win i hope you have a few minutes to um to stick by emerson um i do absolutely excellent man what's going on at 401 um well we're we're, we're transitioning here we're going into our uh our winter schedule um, you know, I'm actually, and I'll put this out there now that, you know, a after a little bit of, uh, trying to find the right staff here, um, I finally have, um, an opportunity to do lineman only training, um, something I've been waiting for, for quite some time. So I'll be doing that, um, doing that this year and, uh, you know, hopefully I can get the, the, the big guys in and, and, and really work them. Um, you know, we'll be doing technique and then conditioning, but yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, things are uh, things are going well at my at my gym. I just thank God for everything that the, the, it is the way it is right now, and it continues to get better. But you know, um, I, I just hired a new uh, trainer, um, and uh, you know, things are things are looking good. So um, definitely ready to work with all these young men and young ladies in, in football and all other sports. And you know, just uh, like I said, uh, 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 one one of the parents asked me. I thought this was really funny. Um, you know, what drives me to do this? And I said, well, I am the person to give back. And I said, you know, I said, the other thing is, this is something I didn't have when I went to Pilgrim. You know, I had my weight room and, you know, I obviously I utilize that, but, you know, I, I didn't have the services I provide right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm just very happy and honored to work with all these young men and young ladies that come into my gym trying to get better and, try, and, and trying to achieve that goal of playing in college you know, playing at the next level, regardless of what level that is, you know, as I've always said, you know, you know, it's always a good thing when, you know, Rhode Island athletes play past high school. So, you know, I said that that's really my, my, the, my, my mission to get, to get the, you know, to get them good on their field or the court or wherever they play and, and you know, have them have them opportunities. I mean, that's, that's what this is about, you know, um, you know, but that's what really drives me. So I was definitely, uh, you know, the obviously the mom was very happy to hear that. Um, but uh, you know, so we do at the fall one. You know, we're, we're in we're, we're in it for success. You know, we want we want these athletes to do well, and 
and, you know, just, uh, you know, obviously they got to put in that work, but, uh, you know, I have the platform to do so. My bad. 401 Strength of Fitness has been doing great things since since they came on the scene, you know, a couple of years ago, doing great things for linemen. You know, for the people that don't know, where are you located? I am at 400 Work Avenue, uh, number seven, eight, and nine. Um, it, it is right near the uh, the Shaw's, uh, Shaw's Shopping Plaza. I'm right next door to there. So, um, yeah, come give me a visit if, uh, you know, you want some off-season work. Now, I work all sports. Obviously, I specialize with football and specifically offensive, defensive linemen, if, 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 if that's your position there. But really make sure everyone from, you know, literally, you know, football players, soccer players, wrestlers, shot putters, you name it. Um, you know, I, I've worked with them all and, you know, I, I've had success. Thank God for that. So, um, again, you know, it, it's uh, this, is, this is what I want to do. I want to give back to. You know, you know, the, 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 the state that gave me so much here in terms of, you know, you know, opportunities to excel in sports. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure these young men and young ladies have an opportunity to do so just like I did. You know, yeah, great. You know, and it's not only for people in sports, right? Say if a, a dad or a mom, you know, that want to stay in shape. Is it yes, only absolutely. sports or can it be anybody? Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's everybody. I, I take them all. We have adult classes. Um, we we have uh, uh, multiple adult classes. We have uh, um, 5.45 a.m., 9.15, 1 o'clock, and 6.30. We offer a Zumba class. Um, we offer a, um, a TRX class, and we offer yoga. Uh, so um, we were, again, very blessed to get a yoga instructor uh, three weeks ago, and um, she is excellent. Her name is Sherry. Um, you know, she really does a good job. And, you know, a lot of us who are, who, who are very stiff and very tight, especially in the, in, in, in the hamstrings and in, 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 in the quads this is a perfect class for you. So, um, you know, anyone's interested, come on down and we'll definitely help you out with that. You know, what is the, um, well, you mentioned the hamstrings and the quads, um, why is mm -hmm. it important to work out them body parts? Well, from an athletic standpoint, that's handle this for a minute. I got to step away, but you can take over for one second. Yep, I got you. So, as far as hamstrings and quads, that's where your power comes from. Um, you know, especially in athletes, comes from your your quads, and then obviously your hips, and it goes through your core. So, um, I really do a you know, I, I really do focus a lot on that. Um, you know, explosive movements, um, power movements, um, you know, regular strength movements there. So, you know, it's it, it, so everything, it, everything goes full circle, you know, and make sure that, you know, you're, you're, you're strong, you're explosive, um, you know, your, 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 your core is nice and strong there. So in all sports, that's what, that's the type of strength and type of power you need. So you need that explosiveness, you need that strength. So um, I really do focus on all that. And then obviously working the core, um, something that's usually neglected with a lot of, uh, um, lifting programs is that, um, they, they touch the surface of it, but they don't, they, they don't work it like I do. So, um, so it's, uh, all encompassing there. And again, you know, folks need to, you know, the folks that come in and, you know, that's where they see the improvement. They see an improvement in their lower body and, you know, and, and they're able to move and, and, you know, with alignment, they're able to move folks out of the way. 
um, or get by the linemen and, and, you know, cause havoc on the field. That's what they're there for. So they really do a good job with that. You know, you know yeah, definitely get down to, um, four one strength and fitness, you know, and, um, and I'm sure if you mention the podcast, you know, they'll take great, great care of you. you of know? course. So, Get down there, you know, a more serious matter that I want to talk about, Emerson. Yesterday, um, you might have seen one of my greatest podcasts, Assault, at Cranston yes. Stadium. You know, have you had a chance to look at that? And uh, what do you got to say about that? Um, so, yes, I definitely got a chance to see that. And I think that's it's despicable. Um, the, 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 the adults need to be adults. That 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 is absolutely crazy. And I commend that young man for, you know, holding his tongue. Because, again, in – I, I do understand these kids have every right to defend themselves, but that young man, you know, he, he was really polite. He was really not trying to, you know, escalate the situation where fortunately the adults in the situation were. So I, I see that as very unfortunate. Um, you know, I, I do hope there's um, legal action taken against these adults and, you know, and, and, and they get what they truly deserve. Cause that, that, that's very unfortunate. You know, that, that, that's just something that should not be happening. No, absolutely not. You know, it's never okay. And I said, if you get caught on video assaulting someone, like, we are going to put you on blast. We're going to talk about it because the adults are ruining it for the kids. Yep. Um, I even had an athletic director walk up to me. I don't even know him. And he said, hey, you know, uh, great job on the Cranston Stadium thing. But I didn't say that. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, so at least people mm. are taking notice. Right. You know? and, and 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 they should. I mean, th this type of stuff should not be happening in the world of sports. I mean, honestly, that that's one of the bigger problems with sports right now. I would say the the, the first issue is the parents. The parents acting like you know they're going to be getting a paycheck at the end of the game, you know. And I mean, there's definitely other things going on in the world of sports, but I mean, the, the parents need to control themselves. Like they 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 just get all in their you know all in their feelings and everything else, and you know start acting like children, and that's just not how things should be. You know, um, you know that th this incident was very unfortunate and should not have happened. But like I said, I I, I hope the young man, you know, the young man is going to be fine, and I hope there is some some type of legal action taken against these 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 people who assaulted him. I mean, that's this this is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and I never want to see anybody deal with the court system. But you know what? That was an adult beating on a kid. You know, at right. first we thought it was a kid beating on. A kid, but it was actually an adult woman beating on a kid. And um, I don't have the video up right now, but people can go back and see the video. If you know who these people are, you know, what I mean, just um, tap in and let us know so we can let the right people know. And, you know, people, oh, you're going to be a stool pigeon. And it's like, dude, you assaulted a good kid. Like, come on, kid, everything, right. everything right. I mean, th there's a thing called accountability. And, you know, no, no, one's, no one's above the law. OK, I don't care what the situation is. I know I know some people feel that they are because of what school they go to or, you know, or, or the family they know or the people that they know. But that doesn't matter. Like, you know, you break the law, you should pay for it. It's real simple. You know, so that, that's, uh, you know, it, 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 it's crazy how more and more people feel that they're above the law and nothing should happen to them when they do stuff like this and it's wrong and and, and you know that something definitely needs to happen so and, and honestly, i and i hope it does at least for this man so, so there's some type of justice for this absolutely coach Fulton. you agree you break the law you should be you should pay your price pay the price be held accountable 
You know what I mean? We, just <laughs> here. we have a link up on Facebook, so hit that link. It'll bring you right into the room. Open invites tonight. Emerson, have you talked to Coach Fortin in a while? What's up, Coach Fortin, man? How'd you get up in here? Coach Fortin. What's going on? I saw Emerson had to jump on. I'm like, yo, I got to see what's what's up. I'm like, oh. How you been? I'm doing good, man. Tell you what, you know, Friday, today, today was a good day. So uh, we'll talk about that at another time. Some other people will find out the hard way, but today was a good day. (laughs) Oh, I love yes, it. I love it. Three the hard way. Three the hard way. Yes, sir. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you was at the EWG Smithfield game today. I got I started getting messages, bro. Cliff Fortin is at the Smith. He's sitting on the Smithfield side. He's talking to the Smithfield. <laughs> People coming up to you. Hey, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm mad living. Yes, he was. Don't listen to him. <laughs> One parent. EWG parent says we lost the game, but you know what? The highlight of my day was seeing Cliff Fortin. Oh, stop! <laughs> I, I went to the game. Um, I was rooting for EWG. They jumped out at thirteen nothing. I'm like, no, yeah, he wasn't. Okay, but uh, stop. But I wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, I, I snapped neutral. A friend of mine, Jesse, his kids over there at Smithfield. So I had, I, you know, I went there to, to watch. You know. Support him, watch his kid play. But I got drawn to EWG, um, and I was wishing, you know, the kids good luck. And, yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of parents, quite a few who came up and said hi. So that was always good. And uh, some youth coaches uh, at EWG said hi. So it, it was nice. Um, but Coach, uh, were they supportive of you? Yeah, why not? Were the parents supportive? No, well, you know, the situation you're dealing with, you know, all the BS, you know, and a lot of people, like – want to see you do like we're not going to get into your situation but were they supportive of you you asked why not because like yeah you know, you know why not but yeah only only a few a uh, few you know didn't and um that's okay you know for each his own but the ones that you know have common sense and have a brain um knew know me and like hey wait a minute it doesn't make any sense so you know that's a this right. how it all played out <laughs> how it all plays out is going to be um you know, another topic. We'll come on here and we'll, we'll talk about that. But a lot of, a lot of parents um, reach out, whether it was a phone, whether it was text messages. And when they saw me at the game, you know, they were like, oh, wow, hey, hey, he, he came here to support EWG because it has nothing to do with about the kids. You know, I always support the kids, um, whether it was last year or this year. Um, I wish them nothing but the best. And when I noticed they got to the playoffs, I'm like, I got to go down there. I got to check it out. And it was nice to see them. Um, you know, they just – yeah, uh, it, it's unfortunate they couldn't pull it off the second half. Um, you know, things just changed and not in their favor. But you know, they they played one hell of a game and they should keep the hell their heads held high. I mean, I'm not gonna as much as I would like to front. Like Cliff did say, I said, "What are you gonna do for playoffs?" He said, "I'm gonna go check out the Smithfield EWG game." I said, "You should come to Pawtucket with me. I might need you back." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And we'll talk about that situation another time. But um. So, you know, Cliff did was supportive to go support EWG. I know a lot of the kids really like like Coach Fulton. They can't admit to it right now because of their situation. But um salute to Coach Fulton. Um, but he did go over there to support EWG, whether people want to believe it or not. Yeah. Hey, honestly, Cliff, I, I, first of all, I, I, I'm, I'm glad you did, number one. And, and number two, um, the majority of them parents know what you did for that program. Like, let, let's, let, let, let's not – 
let's not sugarcoat that. They they all know, and even the ones that are that were messing you knew as well that what you what you did with that program, how you work with them young men. Um, you know, obviously, you know, I, I you know, I, you know, I appreciate you, uh, you know, me work, I working you that year. We did the Lyman Clinic down there. I mean, those parents know they're not dumb. Okay, yeah. so you know, I, I'm I'm definitely glad you 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 took your time out of your schedule to go down there and see them because again, regardless if you're not the coach down there anymore, a lot of those kids, you know, I know they still respect you and you know they respect the fact of what you did for them for the time you were down there. So and the parents know that too. So I, I'm glad you did that. that that's a, yeah. that's a great yeah. sign. Thanks, stand man. by one minute. We're gonna bring Coach Dunbar up in here real quick. So stand by, guys, and um, just we'll be stand by. <clears throat> Coach Dunbar, how you doing, man? Um, nice to see you out there in Pawtucket today. You know, seven to six most of the game. It kind of got away at the end. Um, how you feeling? Oh uh, man, I'm feeling like you know, feeling like we uh we we missed some opportunities tonight. Um to make it to the Super Bowl. Anybody that was at the game, no, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to take accountability. Uh, you know, I'm never going to point the finger as to why we lost. Um, there were definitely opportunities in that game um, that we could have executed and, um, you know, gone ahead and, and really take command of the game in the second half and stuff like that. But, you know, we, we faced a lot of adversity out there on the football field. And, it, and I'm not talking just about St. Ray's, you know. Um, you know, we were backed up a lot. I've never been in a game where, you know, we were about second and 30 something at least three times during this game. And, uh, just a lot of questionable stuff going on to be completely honest with you. And, you know, and we almost overcame it, you know, we over, we almost overcame it. Um, but we, but we fell short, you know, and it's unfortunate because, you know, we, we got a great group of seniors and I feel bad because I truly, you know, those guys are champions, you know, they, they, you know, they have everything it takes to, um, to win it. And not just from a, a talent standpoint, just from a character standpoint, how they work. Um, those guys are, you know, they're, they're built like champions. So it's, it sucks to see those guys, um, lose tonight, you know, see us lose tonight and to see those guys lose in, in their senior year. Um, but you know, we're going to finish the season strong on Thanksgiving. Absolutely, Coach. I was there tonight. You know, I seen you were backed up so many times, and that kind of made me scratch my head. Some of the questionable calls, I'll say it. There was a few questionable calls, um, but that's been the case every game this season, it seems. And for me, it sucks because at the end of the day, man, both teams earned the right to be in the, in the semifinals game. Both teams have earned the right to, you know, to to, to possibly make it to a championship. Um you know, you never wanna, you never wanna play in a game of this magnitude, and you feel like, you and feel like the refs dictated the way of, you know, dictated the outcome or or had too much of a hand in the outcome. Or you don't want to, you know, in great games, you really don't want to notice the refs. You wanna, you really want it to be about the kids on the field and the competition. But tonight, you know, anybody that was at the game or anybody that watched the game, it just it took away from a great, a great game. You know, just how many penalties and, you know, certain plays and, and things of that nature. We've been running since, since August and we've been running every game and we, we, we weren't getting, you know, these calls on, uh, running these plays, but today, you know, for the first time of the season, you know, certain things I guess were illegal and we couldn't do it. So it was, it was frustrating, man. And I feel bad for my kids and I'm frustrated right now. You know, I'm I could tell, I could see it in your face. Um, coach, man. Um, you know, someone said, you know, 
these coaches, they might not want to come on tonight. I said, Coach Dunbar will be on. I guarantee he never runs. Nah, nah I'm never going to run. Um, I'm never going to run from it. You know, at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to come on <clears throat> and, uh, and, and talk about the games. That's what I signed up for. But, you know, it sucks, man. I'm not going to lie to you. It sucks that, you know, we didn't end up on top tonight. No, I know it does, and I thought it was going to head that direction. Um, shout out. We got Emerson Kilgore on. Emerson, anything you want to add in um, to what Stanley's talking about? Hey, Stanley. So I just want to congratulate you on a, on a good season, making to the playoffs here. I know you, you fell a little short with this game, but, uh, you know, that doesn't take away from what you did with them young men down there. Um, I, I know you and your staff were really hard, and, you know, I, I know you had a lot of bumps through the season, but you made it this far. So I just want to congratulate you with that. And, uh you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I heard, obviously, you know, I'm an official, and I heard what, oh, what you said there. And, and, and oh, let me just say, to, so I, 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 I know that's something we are all continuously working on, and it, it is going to be a process here. Um, I, I did not see the game, or I did not see any clips, so obviously, I can't make any comments about the officiating there. But uh, just know we're still working hard as an official group, trying to do the best we can. And I agree with you that you know your statement was true. You know, during these bigger games, the refs need to be just not seen but not seen you know in 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 that so I, I definitely agree with that part of your statement and you know obviously with the rest there obviously as I always say on, on, on this podcast you know I'm never gonna come down on my fellow officials but you know just know in the background that you know things are being worked on so things will be more consistent and from beginning of the year to the end yeah because I mean I've talked to two college coaches that have you know before I got on the podcast and mm -hmm. You know, one division one coach and, you know, Coach McCormick, who were both at the game, man. And that's something that they brought up. You know, that's something, mm. that, you know, some of the stuff that they saw out there and just some of the situations that you pit a team in, like a semi, it's the semifinals, man. Like, we earned the right, right moment. You know, we're right. not, Grace is a good football team, but so is Westerly. And we both right. are good football teams. Both teams have earned the right to be in that moment to to play for a championship. And, you know, you don't want any team to feel like it's, it's it was one-sided against them, you know, in that type of in that type of environment. So it's, it's unfortunate, man. And I, I definitely want to give you a call because I have some names of of some guys that I want to talk to you about. And, you know, there's not – and it's, it sucks because there's not much accountability. You know, we can lodge complaints. We can report it. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change the outcome of the game. But right. I definitely – Give you a call and, and talk to you because some of the stuff I saw out there today was acceptable. Right. So definitely, yeah. When whenever you're ready, just please give me a call. We can definitely talk, and uh, you know, we'll uh, you know, I, I'll I'll sit down and talk to the people I need to talk to to try to try to work on some of that stuff there. Appreciate it, Coach thank you. Dunbar. Thank you. I'll let you get to your wifey, man. I seen her at the game rooting you on. I believe it was her. I hope it was her. Um, <laughs> really, you on? I was like, maybe I should have said that. But salute, salute to you. <laughs> it was her, Mike. Jesus. <laughs> she like go, like she was praying. She like, come on, God. But um, salute to you. Salute to St. Ray's. All the kids on your program. Two championship caliber teams out there, and it was a shame it got taken away. You know, um, with all the BS that we've been dealing with all oh, year, no accountability. But Coach Dunbar, we'll talk to you. Soon, you still got Thanksgiving Day coming up, and um, thank you for all your support, bro. Thanks, Mikey. Have a good night. I'll talk to you, Emerson. 
All right, Sam. All right. There we have Stanley. You know, that was, uh, you know, great, great guy. Always been supportive of our podcast, you know. Um, you know, when I said things critical about the Bulldogs, and they understand. Um, right. Stanley's a great, great guy. Great, great coaching staff from Najee, Ronnie, you know, um, mm. everybody over there. Great, great kids. Great parents. Um, but it, it did. And I did talk to that same college recruiter today and and he did say this is this is ferocious bro this is this is crazy what are we doing like i mean it is what it is i don't have to say this stuff people know it people know it well again and and i i i obviously heard the the frustration in coach dunbar's voice and and again i i i definitely understand you know i i you know as a player i've been on both sides of that um, as a coach, both at college and in high school, I've been on both sides of that as well. So um, I definitely understand the frustration. Um, but like I said, it's, you know, change is going to take time. And I, like I said, I think the uh, the, the, the uh, officials are taking the right steps right now to make those changes. Um, obviously, there's still a lot to that needs to continue. Um, you know, this is, is, is as far as being consistent and things like that. So, and again, that's just not me saying this after him. I mean, that's, you know, me being in games and, you know, you know, or talking to high school coaches before games and even at, even at halftime and, you know, certain things that are done in one game is, is different than the other. So that's really the type of stuff we need to work on. So, and again, you know, it, it's, it's all about making sure that the game is fair. And, you know, the kids get the, the best uh, officiating crew they possibly can each and every game. So there's, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Let me say yep. this. Like, I don't think these coaches are, are alone. Like, this isn't like everyone's having the same complaints. Oh, yeah, no accountability. If our kids lose, they have to run hills. If, if the coaches lose, they get stressed out. They get called shitty guys. You know what I mean? You got coaches in one socket that got thrown all suspended, all types of shit going on and there's just no accountability and i know you're an official and it's tough for you and emerson don't come on to defend the official but it seems like he is every week but um there's no accountability bro well again as i always say i didn't see you know obviously i didn't see the game today with 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 with, uh westerly and uh saint ray's you know i didn't see the thing that went on with 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 charlie b-ball up up in socket you know you know and, and, and I'm, I'm never one to sit there and, and badmouth the official because honestly, I wasn't there. If it came to that, obviously, obviously something happened. I don't know what happened. Obviously, I know something happened. And, you know, if it raised if it went to the effect of, OK, they felt that, you know, the coach needed to leave then, you know, and, you know, obviously, if things are on film and things can be discussed. OK, and, and discuss in a calm manner, not flying off the handle, which is the, a big thing, then we, we, we can we can take this and move forward and really work on that. You know, th- that's really the thing. Like, you know, you know, you can't just say, OK, it was a bad call and not back it up. You know, what I mean, like that, that's I think was one of the big things that, you know, I tried working with coaches last year. And be like, OK, like if, if there's an issue with that, then OK, if you can back it up then we can see it because honestly one of the things that you know the the officials do is you know they do look at certain film and okay why was this called blah 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 and we'll go through it and again that makes us better officials but you know at at the end of the day you know there needs to i I agree with you there needs to be some accountability there needs to be the 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 issue is there needs to be consistency 
I think that's that's the number one issue when it comes down to officials. I think that we have a lot of great officials. You know, I'm not going to sit here. And, Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. We Absolutely. have a, we have a lot of great officials with us. Um, you know, I mean, guys that that I've worked with over the years and, and have taught me a lot. And you know, you know, transitioning from you know that 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 player to a coach to an official. You know, I had a lot of guys work with me, and that you know, they're, they're they're great officials, and there's plenty of them on you know on here. However, like I said before, yes, folks do make mistakes. Guys are going to miss things, um, you know, and obviously that's that, you know, obviously good calls and bad calls are part of the game. OK, you know, just like good calls and bad calls from coaches is part of the game. OK, so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think this, you know, the, the official, you know, the official organization, um, you know, making sure that all of us are are as consistent as we possibly can be. So there's really that not that much difference from my crew or the next guy's crew or the next guy's crew. That's what we really need to work on. And I think that, that that's going to take some time. I know we're working on that and we'll, we will continue to work on it. But again, I, I completely understand the frustration. Um, you know, I, I'll gladly talk and work with anyone um, and, and, and then, you know, address it to the right people that I need to. And, and 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 make it better, but you know, it, I, I I do see it very. I, it's very very unfortunate. And I, and I wouldn't say embarrassing, but just unfortunate that we have college coaches that are making comments about that. You know, that's that that that's that's unfortunate. I mean, you know, we're, we're trying to do good things here in Rhode Island. You know, getting these kids out to college and working with them, but you know, we we, we have to be. You know, all all. all all facets of the game need to be, you know, consistent. And that's, you know, the coaching, the playing and the officiating. So like I said, it's definitely a work in progress, but, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. So how, how do you, how do the referees get better? Because, you know, I, I was at the Smithfield and EWG game and, um, and I'm not here to, to bash anybody, but there was a nope. play just before the half where the play where Smithfield was driving through the ball the kids seemed to catch it, get hit, and the ball came out, and then they called it a catch. Now, I wasn't – I didn't have the best view, but mm-hmm. multiple people said the same thing, and then you have a referee that was right there who didn't make the call. The, the call right. came from a different ref, and it seems like uh, – because it happened to me plenty of times, but it seems like when there's a play and a, and a referee makes a call, it is detrimental because it gave um, – what do you call it? It was not a catch from what I saw. See, that's another person who said it wasn't a catch, and they gave it and they gave it to Smithfield. And that put that they were down 13-0 going into the half. That actually set them up to get a to get a touchdown to make it 13-7. That turned the game around. That you know how momentum swings a little bit. It gave Smithfield a oh my god, we came into the half, we scored. And on the flip side, here you are, EWG. You're playing a great game. You're up 13 nothing. You're doing everything you're supposed to do, and this happens, and it's out of your control. You can't coach it. Mm. You can't prepare for it. How, right. how does how, how do we as coaches help referees to get better at what they're doing? I understand coaches need to you know coach the game better, but stuff like that can't happen. It's 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 so detrimental, and, and it, it really can hurt you. And like, what what could be done better, as the referee's point of view, to to so this doesn't happen once in a while. It happens, but this is this is consistency. This is it's happening way too much into too many games. Is the game too fast for some of these refs? Like, I'm trying to. Um, 
So I, I definitely wouldn't say that. I, I think the you kind of hit the nail on the head in, in terms of consistency. Um, you know, you know, the, the officials need to, you know, we, we need to, first of all, we need to see the mistakes, number one, so we can be, okay, this stuff can't happen. Okay. We need to be more clear on, you know, okay, you know, what constitutes holding, for example, like that's, that's usually my call on the offensive line, you know, what constitutes holding, what, what doesn't constitute holding, you know, you know, what is a catch? What isn't a catch? Now, again, it's like, okay, everyone's like, okay, well, that's, that's common sense, but you know, it, it, it is, you know, sometimes guys don't see it. Like, you know, guys don't want to necessarily miss a call, but you know, I mean, I'll definitely say, and this happened to me a couple of years ago, like no one saw what happened and we have to make a decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and, and again, you know, if I'm not looking that way and then the other officials looking the other way and something happens in between that and we're both not looking at that. And that was the point of play that we need to make it a, you know, a ruling on, you know, we kind of have to be like, well, did we kind of see it? And again, it's going to go one way or the other. And, and, and that's, that's standard through high school, college and NFL that, that is going to happen. You know, so things like that do happen. I mean, with the judgment calls, I mean, th those are kind of harder to come down on because it's the judgment of the official. But, you know, I, I think in, 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 you know, in, in respect to that as well, is that, okay, if that's a judgment call, we need to make sure that that official knows the, the rule in, within that situation to make the right call. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, I know um, in, I distinctly remember Cliff a couple years ago when I, I believe you, you were playing against Hope and there was a call made and, you know, you showed me the film yeah. and I told, and I told you that was the wrong call. Yeah. It was, it, 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 it was as clear as day. Okay. And it, it was, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I won't get into who and, and, and what happened there, but I, I know you remember that. And I yeah, saw I that and I'm like, yeah, that, yeah. I said that was a wrong call. And, and, and I have no problems admitting that. I have, I mean, again, you know, that, that wasn't my, that wasn't a crew I usually worked with. So it was, you know, but I, I that, that was definitely clear as day. There was no question about that. That was a wrong call, you know? See, so how, 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 good. Good. So me and other coaches, we feel very comfortable sending you film. Hey, what do you think? And there's sometimes I send it to you and you're like, I, I don't know. That's, I can't really see it. And, and that's okay too, because it, right. it doesn't go on both, but it's the, it's going to these other referees and like and like um, Mikey was saying, it's the repercussions. If if we're saying, hey, there's a problem with this, with you know what was going on with these referees, take a look at the film. Coaches right. have to sit there and go, well, I complained about you. Now I have you on, on another game, and then all of a sudden you're getting all these flags. And the perception is, I complained. I'm getting more flags now. This is hurting my kids. Like there should be a certain point where, hey, you know something? We think there we could be doing a better job. Here's the film, and not and no coach should ever feel, you know, is there going to be repercussions? And you know, because I know coaches feel that way. It's like if I complain, right? I get that rep. So we should be the coaches should be able to talk with the referees, like you and I talk, like a lot of referee, a lot of uh, coaches talk with you and feel comfortable right. that hey. You're going to give us a straight answer, whether we like it or not. And if we're right. wrong, you're not going to hold it against us during during a football game. I think the referees and the coaches need to have a better a better relationship. Um, so no one should ever think that way. And I I don't know how to do that without you know maybe 
having a cookout or something. I have no idea. Well, I I, I, I do feel that something like that should happen. First of all, I, I addressed that a little while ago with Mike, where I, I, I so I know you, I know you have said that you, you have said that to me in the past. And again, you know, I, you know, I'm not putting other coaches on, on blast here, but a lot of coaches that I talk to both on and off the field, just, you know, you know, trying to work with them and things like that. They've brought that to my attention numerous, numerous occasions. Okay. That is not right. There's no, there's no coach in this state that should feel that because I address something that the, the officials have done and, 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 and there shouldn't be any feelings of repercussions from any crew in, 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 in our uh, association. I, I feel that's a problem. You know, I feel that, that that's something that honestly, and again, I'm, you know, I'm not really high in the totem pole comes to the officials, but that is something I'm going to bring up. I am going to start talking to people about that. Cause honestly, I'm, I'm tired of hearing that. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of hearing that. Cause again, you know, if, if I make a mistake, so Cliff, if you were a head coach and I made a mistake and you pointed out to me, I'm not going to be the hell with you, Cliff, blah, blah, blah. Wait till I get to the next game. I messed up. Okay. It is what it is. Okay. Own up to it. You know, there's not oh, obviously not much you can do about it. There's been plenty of games that I pointed out how you messed up, and sometimes you yeah. let, me know, <laughs> let me know how right and how right I really was. Now, right, no, and, and again, right, and, and honestly, I, I see personally, I don't have a problem with that because I know for a fact I'm not perfect. Okay, and I, believe me, I know that as a fact. There's there's things I have missed in games, and when I look back, I'm like, holy crap, what the hell was I doing? You know, I wasn't in the right spot. I was looking. I wasn't looking exactly where I needed to look. Okay, that does happen. Okay, as an official, I'm fine with admitting that. Okay, others, you know, I don't, I'm not going to speak for other officials, but I know when it comes to me, I'm like, hey, listen, okay, after I see the film, man, I, I you know, I, I should have seen that, you know, and again, you know, I'm following the play, I'm seeing something else, you know, and, and stuff like that happens. Okay, and I, I, I never had an issue because I, I, I officiated a few of your games, like, Anderson, you know, I'm going to show you the film. I'm like, no problem. And I put a little smiley face like, oops, you know, it's fine. You know, it it is it is going to happen. Okay, so and, 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 you know, I'm I'm not one to just, you know, get upset and crawl, you know, get in a little get in the fetal position and and cry about it and then get mad at you for calling it out. Okay, that is going to happen. But again, I want everyone to feel as comfortable like you were with me with everyone else. Like it, it shouldn't be okay. Well, if I tell Emerson this, the next time I have Emerson, Emerson's gonna be throwing flags nonstop because he's all you know he's all pissed off because you know I called him out on this. That should not be the way it is. It's like you know what I, I learned from them mistakes. When I see that, when you show me those couple of films, that made me a better official because I was like, wow, I'm not following the ball the way I should. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I didn't stay with the offensive line as long as I should have. OK. And again, you know, it's going to happen every once in a while, but it made me a better official when you show me those things. Like I need to work on that. And that's all that really is. You, you know, when, when, when coaches do that, and especially when it's my game and I miss something, I was like, OK, that's something I need to work on. And I don't take it as an insult. You know, I say this is going to make me a better official. And I wish other folks would have that mentality. But, you know, and I, and I know some don't. I definitely know that. And again, I'm not, you know, Emerson I'm not mentioning and, names. Uh, Emerson and Cliff, if you want to stand by one second, we're just going to bring Keith Croft in um, real quick. Yep. And um, give me one second to get him up in here. Um, Coach Croft, welcome, man. Uh, what a great, great game you had tonight. How you doing? Very good. Thank you for having me. Hi, guys. How you doing? Always great to have you. We have Emerson with us on, uh, you know, Emerson's gym sponsors the show. You know, we bring him in every Friday night. 
Um, but yes, no, great, great to be here. Um, great, great game. I mean, it was a tight game in the beginning. Central went up on you. Um, how was the momentum at that point? What was it? 13, seven at that point, right? Yeah. Just, uh, you know, we had to stay patient. We had a, uh, you know, a big run at the beginning of the game by central, really the first play of the game. Um, they running back broke off. Like, it was like a 70 or 80 odd run. Um, so it was a big run. We just stayed patient and, um, did what we had to do. We pride ourselves in being a second half team. So, um, you know, just stayed controlled at halftime and let the guys know we got to come out, be more physical, play a little bit faster. And we had a really good second half. You know, the score was much different than the last couple of times you met Central. Was there any different in the game planning? No, I just think one of the things we talked about going into this week was we, we know to be a championship ball club that we have to be more aggressive, you know, not just with our play calling, but also how guys play. And we had to take a few more chances. And we've really seen our offense and our defense, even our special teams, all three phases of the game really evolve over the last few weeks. And I think our kids were playing a little looser today, which was a good thing. Um, and just fortunately, we made a couple of plays today that really helped. Absolutely. You know, we have Emerson Kilgore on here. I think he's muted right now. Um, he didn't have – we were talking about somebody officiating. Stanley Dunbar was on earlier and a couple other coaches said this year it was just at the worst. It was very, very tough this season for officiating. How was your experience? Uh, very positive. Um, I, you know, obviously there is always room for, room for improvement, but I think the professionalism from the referees that I saw – um, in our games, we're, we're very good. I mean, we could o we could always question calls and things like that, but I do think as an association, they're really trying. Um, they're listening to feedback. I think the communication for me personally during the games has been very good. Um, you know, obviously you're seeing it program-wide from high school to college to the NFL. I think, I think there's just an increased spotlight on things right now, but um, I do think for the most part, my, my interactions with the officials this year and even the last couple of years, has, has been, I've seen a lot of improvement. I know they're trying. I know they're doing a lot of workshops. And um, you know, I think over time, it, you're going to start to see the benefits of that. I think it's a much stronger relationship with the coaches right now, at least from my personal experience. You have some young guys on, on your line that just came in. Any names that we should be looking out for in the next couple of years that are, you know, um... Yeah, you know, our, our line has been kind of a it's, it's somewhat of a veteran group. We got a, a good group of seniors right now. We got some younger guys on the defensive line. Um, so I think over over the course of the next few years, you may see some of those guys, those names will start to grow a little bit. But, um, you know, our offensive line right now has been anchored a lot by seniors, Laflamme and Morin and, and Sukar. Um, we got some young guys mixed in, but um, we're pretty much a veteran group on the line. A lot of our skill guys, our quarterback, our wide receivers, running back, those guys are juniors and sophomores. So um, a lot of those guys back the next couple of years. You know, Keith, Angel Sanchez playing very well at UMass Dotman. I heard statistically the best wide receiver in the country right now. Yeah, I, I'm so happy for him. And I'm so happy he's at UMass Dotman. I think those guys, Coach McCormick, they do a phenomenal job up there. And I always felt like that would be a tremendous fit for him. Um, I know that he was at one time a Division One player, wanted to play Division One, and listen, I still think he can, but I also know he's having a lot of success at the D3 level, and I'm, I know he's having a lot of fun, and they're utilizing him everywhere, and they, they got a great program. Yeah, they're like, if they win, they're in a tournament. If they lose, they get a bowl game. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they've done a great job up there, and they've done such a great job recruiting Rhode Island kids, and I'm really happy for them. 
You know, all right, Coach Croft, thank you very much, man. You've been great. Any last words before you go? No, I just want to, you know, thank all my coaches and kids and parents. It's It's been a tremendous accomplishment to just get to this game and got a hands full this week getting ready for LaSalle. Oh, it's not over. Yeah, you got LaSalle. It's, it's you know, yep. they've been very, very high-scoring team this season. Shout out to Dean, one of yep. the best quarterbacks in in the um the league. That would have been nice if he stayed at Hendricken, huh? <laughs> that would have been well, great. He's gotta, listen, he's got to make choices that are best That's for right. him. I think it's worked out for him, and we're really happy with the quarterback we have now too. So, yeah, I mean, LaSalle's a veteran team. they got a lot of great guys at the skill positions, quarterback, running back, receiver, and uh, we're going to have our hands full with them, no doubt. All right, Coach Croft, thank you very much. Um, We'll talk to you soon. Bishop Hendrickin, legend, Coach Croft. Thank you. All right, have a good one. There we go. We had Keith Cross. See, we see we get him in and out of here because we know the coaches are busy. They got things to do. Emerson's still in the house. Coach Fortin tapped in. Wes Pennon was already on. Stanley Dunbar tapped in. Um, Coach Goodhart, Coach Piva. We'd be packing them in. Show me another media platform that has this many head coaches. What's up? I wonder why you're throwing the white flag. The white flag. And who would bring this guy back? Like shit. So you know this is the place to be. You know, Coach Dunbar was absolutely right, Cliff. You know, like, I seen it in his voice. I was like, you know, some of the plays, I was like, wow, man. But he's right. St. Ray's earned the chance to be there. Wesley earned the chance to be there. And you're taking the game away from him. A couple of the calls, I was like, are you serious? Like, That's tough to deal with. That's tough to come back from. I, I, I saw his face. I saw the pain. You know, Coach Dunbar, you know, I, I'm glad I had the opportunity uh, to talk with him many times, and, and I got to know him. Uh, he's very passionate about football and, and about his players, whether it's the high school, whether it's Breakthrough Academy. Um, he really does a great job. And to see that pain, I, I felt it before. So um, I understand where he's coming from. Um, but, you know, he'll, he'll go back to the drawing board. I mean, he's an outstanding coach, and uh, he's one of the best in Rhode Island. So he'll, um, you know, he'll next year, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be there. He's there every year. He's just going to get over that one hump, and he's going to get it. I, I I can see it. He's getting better every year as a person, as a coach. And He's good, uh, though. He's said, nah, officiating been great. I was like, oh, he's good, boy. He, <laughs> he I tried to get him to say it. <laughs> no, he'll be he'll be good. Um, he's just hurting right now, but um, – that's a tough. It's a tough feeling. I've been there. So, well, he won the game. I, well, yeah. I mean, um, I was just talking about Croft. I was on here. Yeah, Dunbar was like, yeah, that is a tough feeling. It's a tough place to be. You know, um, it, yeah. It's just I don't know. It's it's critical. It's it's a tough time. You know, transfer gears to the Hendrickson game. Having Keith Croft just on. Was you yeah. in the building for that one, or did 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 you tap out, Cliff? I had to tap out real quick. I got a phone call. Um, so. I tapped out, but, you know, see, seeing, you know, Hendrickson and, you know, I, I kind of always see what the score is. Um, no, no disrespect to Keith Crowell, the Hendrickson. I, I was hoping Central was going to pull that off. I'd like to see a public school get in there, but there, you can't bet against Hendrickson. There's a reason why they're there every year, and it's going to be an outstanding Super Bowl. You know, it's going to be Hendrickson LaSalle. That seems to be the, the biggest rivalry, and uh, let's see what happens. What did Lima bring his his tents over here? It looks like we got tents in the way. I can't see nothing. We got tents. Jeez. That's Keith Croft. He's the man. Emerson, was you um 
you must have heard Coach Croft say that he was very happy with officiating this season. I did. I just had to step away from it. I got to step away again in about three minutes here. But, no, I definitely heard that. Um, you know, I, 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 again, um, you know, it, it's <laughs> I, 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 I find it funny sometimes that, you know, these things happen like that, you know, you know, there, there's some crews that do a great job. There's going to be no issues, you know, and there's some crews that are, and that's just, like I said, we got to work on our consistency. That That's what all this boils down to. Every crew needs to be consistent. That's what people want. That's what people, yeah, exactly. That's what people want. They want it to be fair. There is always room for improvement. Right. I I just think we, as coaches, we understand things are going to happen and and we're okay with it. It's just, when it's blatant or when it's at that most detrimental time, it's like, oh, like, like they said with the Smithfield right. connection with Braddock, like that was at the wrong time to miss a call. Like, uh, right. he dropped it, they called it a catch. That right there will, will, a coach will lose his mind, a player will lose their mind. Holding composure, I'm gonna, I gotta give credit where credit's due for all the players, for all the coaches that hold their composure. I know I do a great job at holding my composure on the sideline, but I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, it, it's very <laughs> difficult. It's difficult. I try to have fun. You know, Emerson, you've done some of my games, and um, yes. I remember the one in Johnston when I'm, I'm yelling, it's a safety, it's a safety. You're like, Coach, it's not. I'm like, how close was I? You're like five yards. Eh, it's close enough. I want to have a good time with it. Um, I know a lot of coaches do the same thing, but when when it happens at the at that wrong time and you're on the bad end of it, it's uh, it just hurts you to the core. Right. And again, like, like I said, I, I've definitely been on both sides of that on multiple sides, both as a player and as a coach. And I definitely get it. But again, at the end of the day, that, that that's the number one issue I say we need to work on is our consistency. We need to be consistent throughout all the crews. I shouldn't have to explain to you the rule one week and then they change it. You know, they, they, they do something different or change it the next week. Like that's not how it works. So, but again, that, you know, I remember yeah. talking to you a few years back, I was going against Tollgate. And the referee, it was just, uh, I'll be, it was horrific. I put it up here on Mikey's show, and I contacted the, the referees association, and he said, Coach, send it to me. So I sent them. It was like like 11 clips. And out of the right. 11, there were 10 that they were saying, wow, that this was really bad. And, right. and he asked me, what do you want to come of it? I'm like, just better education. And I think if more coaches say, here, here's what happened. We can't change the outcome of the game, but the more – the more that we can send the referees, as long as the referees understand, hey, we're going to send it to you, not to throw it in your face, but, hey, let's all just get a, you know, let's do a better job. Let's send that in and let the referees take a look at it and say, okay, you know, so we, like you do, I made that mistake or I'm in the bad position. Let, let me let me see what I can do better. And I think that type of relationship with referees and coaches will go a long way, and that will definitely better uh, – make football better in Rhode Island. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you. I, I really think, I, honestly, I, I wish that the majority of the officials in the state had the, you know, had the rapport like I have with you and, and the rest of the coaches. Like, I, I have no problem work, working and talking with any of you, any of you. Okay, I just want to be, you know, I, I want the game of football to get better in Rhode Island. And that's from 
the the coaching perspective. That's from the playing perspective, and yes, from from the official officiating perspective. Yeah. I think it, all yeah. that stuff starts happening. I think we we grow as a state when it comes to football. You yeah, know, absolutely. but you know, I, I I think that you know, and I I hate to say this, but I believe this is somewhat true. I think some of the egos need to be put aside, okay, and not necessarily with the coaches, but more with the officiating crews, and be like, okay, yes, you did make a mistake. Okay, you know, this this was not how it should have been enforced. This is not what happened. Okay, learn from that. Okay, and then move on. Don't don't get so upset because you got called out on making a mistake, you know, and be like, okay, it is what it is. Okay, and let's move forward. No, I I think that 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 mentality of okay, yes, we're gonna do the best we can. We're gonna make mistakes again. There's nothing wrong with seeing. I mean, that honestly, when I was at Syracuse, that's all we did was watch film. We watch film, uh, practice film. We watch game film. We watch, you know, their game from last year. It made you a better player. Okay. Same thing when I was at, when I coached college and Kinesis. All we did was watch film. We became better coaches and better players through watching this film. It's the oh, same thing. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I, and I know you, and I know I'm preaching to the choir. So when it comes to a head coach, you got to watch film. But that's the only way you're going to gauge. You know, I mean it's not necessarily our opponent when it comes to officials, but it's the only way to gauge, okay, I was in the wrong position here. Okay. I need to move. You know, I need to, I need to, I need to watch the offensive line a little bit more instead of, you know, hearing off and watching something else. You know, I mean, that, that, that's, that's what has made me a better official by, you know, you guys sending in film, you know, and again, yes, sometimes you guys send in a lot of film, like, okay, you guys are off. Like I'm right on this. This is what happened. This is what I saw. And you're like, okay. That other times like, Oh crap. I messed up. And I, I'll never have an issue with that. Not one. I'll never have an issue with that. Coaches know we, we make mistakes almost daily. We make mistakes in the game and we own up to it. You know, I think maybe right. in the beginning of the season, the refer all the referees and all the head coaches should all get together, sit down, and just have an open conversation and, and have everybody like have the referees give us their ideas and then we can give the referees ideas. We can bring up film and on both ends, here's what we thought was should have been called, and it really wasn't. Just so, just to get both sides and be more transparent about it. Um, but I, I like to see a better relationship with referees and coaches because, like I said earlier, I, you know, hearing I don't want this to, to come back at me by by um, opening my mouth. That's to me is very, that can get very very scary because right. we just what we witnessed one hell of a game between. Uh, Westerly and uh, St. Ray's. And now, whether you mm. win or you lose, somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. And right. no one minds, well, I shouldn't say no one minds, but the feeling of losing sucks anyway. Right. The right. feeling of losing because something of, of outside the nature of a referee call is you can't, you can't fix that. You can't teach that. And in every right. aspect, there's always a teachable moment. You can't learn right. from that. Can't teach that. So right. that made that game um an unimprov and um not not I don't want to say the wrong thing. It just it just hurts the outcome of it and it should have been right. a really good game. Right. I think, again, at the end of the day, we're all looking for the same thing. And, I, and I'm glad you said that. Yes, it, During each game, there's going to be one winner and one loser. That's that's how it works. OK, yeah. but yeah. You, you just want the, 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 the best officiated game possible. I mean, listen, there, there's been games that, you know, and, and, and this is happening more and more. And I, I'm not giving, you know, I mean, I will shout out my crew with Mike Parks and uh, Jerome Hayes and a few others. But, you know, th there are games that there's no issues like the head coaches are like, OK, yeah, I was holding. 
Yep, that was a personal yeah, foul. Yeah, that, yep, that, that was passing the fair. Yeah. I mean, like we we do have games like that, and it's like yeah. okay, and, and and honestly, you know, at the end, you know, we you know we all shake hands, and you know, coach is like, great job, great job, blah blah blah. So you know, those things happen. But again, I do know, obviously, the flip side of that happens as well. So, but again, at the end of the day, from all, you know, you know, I'll definitely do what I can. Again, like I said before, I'm not the I'm not the highest guy in the total pole when it comes to officiating, but. I mean, I, I'll let my voice be heard. And, you know, you know, again, I, I tried doing something last year. Things just didn't work out because of timing and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, maybe it is time for all of us to, be, you know, maybe have that, you know, grab a beer or, you know, go to a restaurant, sit down. And, talk. and again, I mean, I know that the, one of the concerns was, you know, it's not going to be a yelling match and this and that, which I, I said, I'm pretty sure that's not going to be the case. But I said that let, let the head coaches talk, let them get out what they want to get out. Let them, you know, let us explain what we're doing here. So, Everyone, for the most part, is on the same page instead of just okay. I'm the official. Be quiet. Go back to your sideline. Like that. that I, I don't we're, want. We're that. all adults. We're all adults. We all right. Know. We should get Mikey to do some refereeing. That's what we need to do. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, Let's put, go. I'm the man. Well, he put the headset right on. Hold on. Wait a minute. He put that headset right on and got off mute. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'll be there. I'll be there. Right. I'll be there. Yeah. But listen, guys, I, I got to run. I got to pick up something here for my wife. But uh, again, Mike, thank you for this opportunity um, to talk on your platform once again. Um, Cliff, uh, great talking to you. I know I'll talk to you uh, soon. Um, Absolutely. I you know, definitely want to hear from you here, but uh, I got to run. And again, right, Emerson, so thank you. you. And again, my apologies for everything that's going on. You know, I feel like I'm to blame for some reason, but thank no, you. Anyway. I appreciate everything you do. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, bye. There we go, Emerson. You know, nice to him drop in. We had a good show tonight. We had a lot of coaches, you know. Um, Stanley Dunbar was able to get in. Jeff Piver, Coach Fall, and our special guest, you know. Just popping um, in. Second time, just pop right in. That's it, you know. He's got – he knows how to get in, man, you know. Like, he must have, he must have figured it out. Um, it. He had it all figured out, Um, you know. I wanted to talk about the EWG football, but I don't know if it's doing where you be on here is is right for what I'm gonna say. Oh, you know what I mean. But um, listen, man, here's what I seen of the game. Right, they go up thirteen nothing. Yes. Right? Hey, hey, before you go any further, let's let's stay with thirteen nothing. Okay, they get the oh, they get the they receive the ball first, and they did a marvelous job of just going right down the field and scoring. Middle, left, right, throwing the ball. They did an outstanding job. And, and then, you know, they stopped them. And then, yeah, they went up 13 nothing. I mean. They're up 13 nothing. So everything's going good. And then yes. halftime comes. And then typical well, uh, string uh, fellow. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right. So that call that we were just talking about where, you know, Smithfield's driving. Uh, penalties are going back and forth. And it was that one pass. Now, again, I didn't see a clear shot of it. I saw it from a distance. But. Hearing everybody talk about it was the kid caught the ball. Like, who's that? Kenyon Thayer. I guess he was right there. Or she was there. Um, caught the ball, dropped it, and they called it a catch. Now, on the Smithfield side, yeah, they were happy. You know, that's the flip side to it. But that's momentum. And that helped them punch it in. Now now they're only down 13-7, and they're getting the ball back. So that's that's what we're talking about where it's a, it's a tough situation. EWG did a great job in the first half. No, them players did, did well. And shout out to all them players. And by, you know, you being a former EWG coach, I've watched a lot of them kids grow up. But here's what I noticed. 
Zero effing adjustments. Zero. No adjustments. Hang on. No adjustments, right? Smithfield scored two touchdowns and a field goal while EWG scored jack in that time, right? They didn't move the ball. They couldn't throw the ball. They couldn't run the ball. This is coaching. It has nothing to do with the kids. Um, when it was time to make a big play, they choked and they choked bad. Again, that's adjustments. That's coaching not being able, you know, to get it done. But um, but they did say the bright on the bright side, they did see Coach Fortin. So um, but yeah, they gotta do better. I'll say it to like, yeah, I gave Stringfellow credit last week for putting stats up. A blind squirrel can find a nut. You know what I mean? The guy is a shitty coach. I'm gonna say it. Shitty, 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 shitty coach. String fellow. Get out of here. Kick rocks. But anyway, that's what I thought of that game. But I love all them kids at EWG. Plowman, great kid. Oh, know, God, Max, yeah. oh, Max yeah. Lafon, Tyler Stanton. Like so many kids on that program I watched grow up. Yeah, it's 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 right now. I, I, I know because I, I, I've coached them. I, I know how they're feeling. Um, you know, the seniors, Plowman, Jared, you know, what seeing Jared out there. Was, was mind blowing because I knew he broke his collarbone, but that kid heals like no other kid I've ever seen before. To see him go out there and have a good game, um, I, I was excited to see that. Um, I was I was so happy to see uh, Defonte because I even when I was coaching, uh, he he signed up, then he didn't play, then he came back last year to see him play his senior year is 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 outstanding. Um, you know, to see see some of these kids, you know, Tyler Stanton and, and Roberts and all that, seeing them make big plays, and um, it, it's good. It reminded me of last year where we needed some of these players to make big plays, and, um, you know, them on top of the other guys that were there last year, uh, the Hawses and, and Coates and all them. Um, you know, this, they just couldn't do it this year, and uh, but they got there, you know, and um, they should be happy about that. I just got a message that said, it was so funny. We look at on the track. We see Coach Fort, and he looks like he's coaching from the track. He goes to grab his headset on his head and throw it, but it's not there. <laughs> I was doing some yelling. I was like, "Get to that!" It just that's just a natural thing. Um, you know, I'm not going to apologize for it. I, you know, that's just me being me. Um, I, I just I, I was hoping they would, you know, they would pull it through and. Um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. I know how they're feeling. And, it, you know, the, the feeling goes away in due time for the guys who are coming up next year. Um, you know, you got you got to practice harder. You got to watch film more. And now you know how to get there. Now you're going to learn how to win. So it's oh, a good experience. Man. Absolutely, man. Great, great show on Coach Paul and more football coming on tomorrow, people. And we got a game Sunday, too. Listen, Moses Brown, from what I understand, Rogers is having a titty attack up there. Moses Brown, we can't play tonight. We don't have all our guys. And if we're going to cancel it for the weather, what about tomorrow, Moses Brown? No, it's going to rain. I can't make it in rain. It's not good for us. Oh, okay. What is good for you, Moses Brown? How about Sunday? So Moses Brown and Rogers is now going to happen Sunday. From what I heard, Rogers is not happy at all. They, Rogers say, who gives them the right to determine Move so your game to Sunday. What happens if there's some kids from Rogers who are starters who can't make it on Sunday? I don't know. Maybe they'll have the game Tuesday. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Maybe we got to check all their damn schedules. 
Uh, it was just a thought. So Max um, Preps has CF 26, Davies 22. That was a game. I told you, you are not stopping CF. Is CF is taking this. That's I believe it's a final. Yeah, it says Kenyon Thea. Shout out to Kenyon Thea, though. Thank you. Um for being, you know, for posting the score. I'll tell you what, really Davies played them very well. I know Smithfield already beat Central Falls. I, that's going to be a good Super Bowl in default. That's going to be real, a real good defensive game. I'm, actually, I'm going to go to that. That's going to be a great Super Bowl. Well, I'm excited about if if UMass wins, they're in a tournament. Yes, sir. Good luck, um, you know, um, Coach Ryan McCormick. I was talking to him earlier today and yesterday. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping, you know, he, they get that W. I'm rooting for him. He's done an outstanding job for that program. And that whole coaching staff is really – taking that program to the next level. He's the best recruiter in Rhode Island. He's got more kids in Rhode Island at UMS Dartmouth than any Rhode Island's college. So, you know, good for him and um, good luck. We'll all be rooting for him. Speaking of Coach McCormick, I was supposed to – I wanted to tell Keith Croft, call Ryan back, man. Call my guy back. He said, Keith Croft, call me back. Call Ryan, man. Why are you ghosting Ryan? You know, nah, shout out. I'm just kidding. I don't make the news. I just talk about it. Um. <laughs> Shout out to both them guys. Ryan's doing a fantastic job. That place is becoming a Rhode Island program, as many kids as they have from 401. Yeah, he's done it. When I went down there, they're just a different animal. A lot of people go D3. I don't want to hear that because I don't know what the difference is when a kid walks in and he's six foot eight, and that's number 68. I forgot his name, but he was a monster. I don't care D1, two, or three when you've got that dude on your on your team. Look out. And um you know, congratulations to um Mr. Barros with the kid. You know, is is oh, Adam? Yeah, yeah, my guy yeah, over there. Adam Lyle, so throw that little shout out to him. I know he's doing a good job over there, and I know he's proud of. You know, every time I talk to Adam, he's always you know ranting uh, about his kid, you know, having a great time. So you know, shout out to him, and um, good luck, good luck tomorrow. For, I seen uh, a picture of his kid. Actually, he's standing next to a former player that he worked, Coppenda. That's who it was. Um, because I think Coppender is on what Bridgewater. Um, I believe, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I think about. I see Matthias, and he's like jacked. Like, no disrespect to Coppender, but you gotta stop pumping some iron, boy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Matthias was jacked, though. You know what I mean? Um, but shout out to both them kids. They both come off the Ponegansett team from last season. Mm. Um, shout out to Adam. Shout out to my guy Najee. Um, yeah, yo, and if they lose the game. They got a bowl game. No, nah, they're not losing. We're not taking a loss. We're getting that W. Let's go, Ryan. Let's get that W. <laughs> I seen Ryan tonight, of course. Seen Ryan and um and the McCormick clan. What am I, can can you say clan anymore? McCormick family. Um I always say dumbass shit. To the McCormick family, you know, they was up at the St. Ray's game. They were about to take off to the Middletown game. I said, hold on. R-I-I-L just called. That game has been moved to tomorrow at six o'clock. So, Middletown, West Warwick tomorrow. Good luck, Coach. Rogers. Benny. Who knows when Rogers, Moses Brown. Sunday, from what I understand. Sunday, Monday. Know, yeah, it's gonna be great. Great, more football going on. But Coach Fulton, thank you, man. Shout out to you. Appreciate it. We're almost on here two hours tonight. You're doing a great job, you know, Mikey. All like always. Um, want to give a shout out to uh, EWG. Great job, great job you did this year. I want to give a shout out to Pontiacansett. They had an outstanding year, young young team, and they got to the playoffs when everybody said they wouldn't. Good job, Coach Cook and the staff, and, and Pontiacansett. 
Good job to all of us. Um, and all the coaches that made the playoffs. Um, congratulations. And the ones who are going forward, good luck. And um, we'll see what happens. Coach Cook was, I heard he was an assistant on Smithfield today, sending in some calls. He was like, yo, they're going to spread him out. Go deep. I was like, dude, he ain't spread supposed to be coaching. Yeah, no one ran spread. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, all right, Coach Paul, man, I'm just fucking with you. I mean, uh, kidding uh, with you. I could say that shit. This is I can my say shit. You I'm like, you and I go way back, dude. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's all good. We go back like Shell Top and Adidas. Shell Top yeah. and name belts. I'm sorry. Um, all right, Coach, man, we'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. There we go. Coach Fulton wrapped up a great night. One hour, 46 minutes. Shout out to MVP Vendon. Shout out to um St. Ray's over there. You know, fantastic job. Stanley Dunbar, you know, very, very emotional tonight. You know, and he said, you know, St. Ray's and Wesley deserve to be on that field. And you took the game out of both of our hands. You know, just it was like Wesley did play from behind so many times. It's like, whoa. But congratulations to Bishop Hendrickson. Congratulations to LaSalle, uh, Central Falls. Wolfie played very, very well. He seen me walk by. He was like, gave me the heads up. Shout out to Wolfie, you know, doing great, great things at St. Ray's, you know, but it does suck that you took the game out of the players' hands when both teams earned a spot to be in that championship game. And look what happened. Another game. Horrible, horrible officiating. Keith Cross, the only one that says officiating has been great. Charlie B-Ball said, don't get me going. Don't get me started. And I said, yes, speak up, Charlie. But thank you, everybody. Go check out the fans only sports page. They have some great, great games. Yeah, it was a good night. So, you know, appreciate it to the people that support us. Mark Wright, Coldwell Banker, Coastal Homes, Rally Point, the only way to stand. Um, big shout out to Recover Rhode Island, Dola Design. You already know Breakthrough Elite Football. You know, after the Thanksgiving Day game, we're going to get on to some passing league shizzy. You know what I'm saying? But big shout out to Fed Hill. When I drop you off, you never see your father saw 48 hours of the week. It's not enough for us to speak. It's not enough for me to teach. I want to hug you. You're out of reach. You're so far away. I just want you here with me. Just know this wasn't up to me. Driving from your mama crib, I find it hard to breathe. Hard to tell you what I mean, but I never want to leave. There's things I must protect you from. I only can two days out the week. I only feel like a man on them two days out the week. Rest of the time, I'm on my grind. Sometimes I forget to eat, but I'm hungry, baby. Daddy, eat the street. I'd live in the hole if it meant you could live free. I'd let go of my soul just for you to be. But all I really want is you right here with me. Rockin' out with Chris Clark, he from the West Coast, I'm from Rhode Island. Let's get it going now, it's how it's going down, Brody got its own style. Smallest state in the nation, but we so proud, yeah we so proud, screaming out loud. 
Oh, here we go, come on. Paving for the hustlers, scramble for the dollar. Whole state corrupt, blood money for tomorrow. Still a plantation, bunch of niggas wearing collars. Whether in the gutter or a fucking brown scholar. Uh, and from the east to the west, little roadie in the house, man, we always been fresh. And from the north to the south, I love where I'm from, better watch your mouth, we from. Big, big shout out to my band, to my guy Japan up there, Ali Pone at Fed Hill, man. Salute to Fed Hill. Thank you for everything, fellas. You know, rest in peace, Richie Rags, man. Boy, I miss you to the dirt. That's a fact. But, um, well, we did another one. Wins, not everybody, the older coaches. They want to cry. They want to go to these RIIL meetings. And they want to cry. We're not competitive. We can't do this. Time I pull the plug. The game is over. The game is over. Time I pull the plug. The game is over. The game 